false doctrine and false teaching. They seem to run rampant today. Good morning, Christian America. Today, we're going to discuss false teaching and false doctrine with the world as crazy as it is. We can look back to Scripture, and Scripture warns us numerous times. I mean, I want to say it's something like 36 times in the Bible of false teachers and false doctrine and and people that will come to subvert the Word of God and to try to trick the followers of Christ. How do we uh, protect ourselves from falling prey to these false teachers uh, from falling prey to the to the to the false doctrine of of prosperity and the false doctrine of relativity. Let's talk about that more this morning as we get ready to focus on the family. As we get ready to get ready for the weekend, where we can spend some time with those closest to us and spread the word of God. Good morning, Christian America. And good morning, Christian America. Welcome to another Friday on the Good Morning Christian America podcast. We are the Christian American community. Never forget that. We are a community built on love of Christ. People who try to put Christ at the forefront of our lives, who love this country, who love our country and our neighbors and and, and our communities. And we are trying to grow and strengthen this Christian American community uh, in order to that we may build stronger bonds with one another that we may build a stronger society a stronger community uh, of christian americans across our great land across our great nation and if we're able to do that if we uh, intentionally seek these goals if we intentionally seek out one another and strive to do our best strive to put christ at the forefront of our lives strive to seek the betterment of our fellow men and women our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ here in this country, that we can then turn our lives, not only our lives around, but the lives of our families and the lives of our neighbors and the lives of our community and the lives of our country, the entire country, we can turn around back towards Christ, that we can lead our brothers and sisters. We can lead the nation in the right direction. We, Not leading them to us, not leading them to us especially, but leading them to towards Christ, leading them in, 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 in the ways in which Christ calls us to live and in, 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 in a manner in which Christ calls us to be. So with, with this in mind, as we get ready to start this weekend and we think about our families, we think about our friends, we think about those closest to us that we want to see in the right direction, uh, go in the right direction. We came to you last week with the upbeat message of of how the how we we feel that we are in the beginning stages the the infant stages of a long uh drawn out turn back towards christ i'm that i truly believe uh that we are in the midst of seeing that we're just in the in these beginning stages of seeing of, of, of the greatness uh, return the uh, the charity the love the compassion the common sense sometimes to return back to our country to return back to our brothers and sisters and uh, it, I think that we've gone so far in the wrong direction for so long that that we collectively understand that we need to turn back towards something and, and we said last week that I think we're in the beginning stages of uh, returning this country, returning ourselves back to Christ. Because 
you're we're seeing you know pockets of christian americans you know spring up all over the place um whether they be on social media whether they be on on television whether they be on radio whether whether they be on audio only podcasts whether they're you know christian t-shirts and christian organizations and christian volunteer opportunities with the march for life uh, marches and the the protest in favor of traditional marriage and values uh, that that are going on constantly in their in your own pockets and we celebrate each and every one of those things, the uh, the, the the growth of of charitable institutions, the amount of people that are out there doing prison ministry that are uh, that are uh, uh, that are ministering to the homeless, that are helping out and feeding the homeless. I mean, there's so many organizations there's so many projects there are so many programs that that, that there that no government is providing it's people it's christian americans like you and i it's it's one another that are coming together that maybe have been blessed with a talent or a gift or a blessing of some sort that we can then pass on to one another whether they be you know the time spent to volunteer and to and to minister to to the to our youth to uh, to join Big Brother programs for their for inner city kids or for kids that don't have uh, a father figure in their lives, whether it be uh, the time out of your day to volunteer at soup kitchen soup kitchens to feed the homeless or and to feed the poor, whether it be donating uh, clothes or uh, food for the homeless, or uh, if some of us are blessed with uh, cash and contributions, then to contribute that too. Right there, there's just so much going on. There's so many people out there that are that are seeking to do the right thing. So many Christian Americans in your community, and you may be one of those people that are that are volunteering your time, your talent, your treasure uh, to the good to the good works that uh, as Christian Americans we're called to. Do. Uh, to, to do and and we celebrate these things because they're so necessary they're so necessary in order for us to 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 strengthen our community to grow the faith uh, and and even the people that 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 say they are Christian Americans even the people that are that call themselves Christians or believe in God or believe in Jesus this is an opportunity uh, that we have with these individuals to bring them into the fold and, and strengthen that bond, strengthen that faith. Um, many people have a cursory idea of what the Christian faith is. They have a cursory idea of what being a Christian American is or what it implies. And uh, it, you have to use the opportunities that you have, that we have, in order to facilitate their spiritual growth. But at the same time, it's also very necessary in this light and in this in this movement that I'm, I promise you, you're going to see over the next 24 months, 48 months, uh, 72 months, over the next five years or so, as this movement continues to grow in this country, this movement back to sanity, this movement back to Christ, this movement back to togetherness, this movement back to love and compassion in Christ's name, as we see this, here's the danger with all that goodness with all that uh with all that blessing that's about to happen that's about to occur with all this uh the, the, this revitalization of the christian american community and that's what it is it's a revitalization it's always been there and it's never died uh, it just needs to be revitalized from time to time and that's what we're doing that's what you're doing all of you all that are doing all of those things that we just mentioned um 
you're out there helping revitalize the Christian faith here in this country, and you're going to revitalize the people. One person, if you can affect one person's life, if you can make one person's life for the better, that is a positive. That's a win. That's value. That's real, uh, tangible gains in this spiritual war and we encourage people to be seeking those things is seeking the 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 small victories with one another and helping each other overcome their challenges to spread christ's message to build a better community but in all this goodness that's to come and it will come because we believe it will come and what does jesus say about belief he says blessed are those who believe without seeing we haven't seen necessarily all these things come to pass, but we believe that they will come because, you know, they, they have to. We can't continue to go in the wrong direction. So in this light, in this scenario in which m more people, more Christian Americans come out of hiding, they come out of the four corners, the four walls of their house, the four walls of their church, and they start to speak openly and honestly and unapologetically in favor of Christ and in love for this country and to be able to stand up and proclaim it boldly and rejoice in the grace of God. When these times come and they, they're coming, there's a danger. And it's, it's also at its infancy. And it's the danger of false prophecy. It's the danger of manipulation of the biblical text that's why it's so important no matter what church you go to no matter what denomination you're a part of you are not uh, unsusceptible to false doctrine you are not unsusceptible to false teaching uh, because we are creatures that look for leaders and those leaders are people just like us and those and those people are flawed. And those people have their own agendas. And those people have their own ambitions. And they can lead astray just as much as they can lead you towards Christ. And a lot of things start off good and they turn bad. So it's always necessary. It's always necessary that you pick up scripture. That you pick up the biblical works, the biblical text that you pick up the Word of God and you read it for yourself because the wisdom is on these pages, the wisdom and the knowledge that God has given us from the very inception to what it is to be a man, what it is to be a woman, what, is, what it is to be married under God, in God's eyes, to become flesh of my flesh, what it means to be a brother in, a brother in Christ through Cain and Abel. You know, God, when, when he asked God, am I my brother's keeper? And the answer is yes, you are your brother and sister's keeper. The idea that of, of how to act and how to behave and that if if we allow our country if we allow our civilization if we allow our our communities to be overrun by corruptness overrun by uh, idolatry overrun by evil just plain evil that calamity awaits that destruction awaits and god will spare no one in this in in, in this realm that when, when we've gone too far collectively that we can that we can't bring ourselves back um, that he has uh, showed time and time again that he is uh, he has not looked upon people who don't follow his word people who know his word and don't follow his word he doesn't look on them favorably and so it's easy it's easy for individuals and false 
false teachers to come in and, and subvert the word of God. And no, we're not talking about, and I'm right up front, I'm very hesitant to call someone a false teacher. I'm very hesitant to call somebody a false prophet. I'm very hesitant to question someone's motives because uh, a lot of times there's just some differences. There's some differences of opinion and there's some differences of thought and there is value in strong debate over different passages and the meaning of different passages, what they mean today by what they meant then, how it was used in the context, and of course we have the translation issues. So by no means is everybody going to agree on everything at all times. Okay, but what we can do is we can... Uh, have a civilized discourse we can have a discussion with people and with honest people uh, and and an honest conversation and an honest debate on some of these uh, biblical texts and that's a good thing that's not a bad thing that's a good thing as long as we don't get personal with our attacks as long as we don't attack the people but we can attack the idea or argue about the idea that they're trying to get across that is perfectly okay that's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about is individuals that are actively using scriptures to subvert. And, you know, John, 1 John chapter 4, uh, verses 1 through 6, talks about false teachers. You know, in, in 1 John, it says, uh, you know, dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirit to see whether they are from God. Because many false, false prophets have gone out into the world. This is how you can recognize the Spirit of God. Every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. But every spirit that does not acknowledge Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard coming, and even now it is already in the world. You, dear children, are from God and have overcome them. Because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. They are from the world and therefore speak from the viewpoint of the world. And the world listens to them. We are from God and whoever knows God listens to us. But whoever is not from God does not listen to us. This is how we recognize the spirit of truth and the spirit of falsehood. People that are steeped in scripture. People that that uh, cite verbatim what scripture says and not interpret to their own ideology or do not interpret into their own uh, political uh, preference are are people that you can listen to people uh, that, that that in earnestly in earnestness and in humility speak the word of god these are people that you can trust but those that do not acknowledge Jesus as the Son of God are people that you cannot listen to. When you hear different, you know, quote-unquote denominations uh, preaching that, you know, doctrine that is the opposite of what Scripture says, we have to call it for what it is and we can't allow it to undermine our families and our communities. Matthew uh, chapter 7 verse 15 says to watch out for false prophets they come to you in sheep's clothing but inwardly they are ferocious wolves isn't that true it's the deceiver out there 
It's the deceiver who takes scripture and turns it upside down and tries to feed it to you. Because if you eat from that plate, if you eat from that serving that they're offering to you, you will be infected with their ideas. You will be infected with their evilness. You will be infected with false teaching. And it will get you to turn on Christ. It will get you to turn on your brothers and sisters. It will get you to turn on the way that that God wants you to behave, that God wants you to act, that God, that, that, and, and then in turn, you will turn against the, uh, the goals and the destiny that God has set out for you. He says, you know, it goes on to say, by their fruit, you will recognize them. Do people pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Likewise, every good tree, tree bears good fruit, but every bad tree bears bad fruit a good tree cannot bear good fruit and a bad tree cannot bear good fruit every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown to the fire thus by the fruit you will recognize them when individuals that don't have you know fruit that they are producing and you can recognize them there's a difference between someone who's earnestly struggling in this life, trying to make their way, trying to put Christ at the forefront of their life and trying to do right and live right and live by God's principles, seeking Christ, seeking heaven and just not making it, making poor choices, earnestly making mistakes along the way or just struggling in the struggle. And we've all been there at some point in our lives, at some point in, in time. There's a difference between that person and someone who's seeding thistles, someone who's seeding weeds, someone who's seeding animosity and despair, who's seeking out selfish gain for themselves and for those closest to them, the people who are corrupt. You can see the fruit that they bear. And it's that fruit. It's that idea that we need to be uh, those people that we need to be wary of that we need to to be mindful of you see it right now you see people on tv politicians that you know famous people that you know actors and actresses that you know newscasters quote-unquote newscasters that you know that use scripture to subvert the meaning of scripture that use Maybe the word of the law to subvert the spirit of the law. We see this in scripture when the Pharisees and the Sadducees continuously try to test Jesus. You see it when Jesus goes out into the desert and he's tempted by the devil. The devil doesn't make up stuff to, to try to get in uh, Jesus' head. He uses scripture. He uses what scripture says to try to get him to turn on his father, trying to get him to turn on his God. But Jeremiah 23 says, this is what the Lord Almighty says. Do not listen to what the prophets are prophesying to you. They fill you with false hopes. They speak visions from their own mind not from the mouth of the Lord. How many people do we see like that on TV? How many false preachers do we see out there that are preaching 
you know, the prosperity gospel, about how things are going to be so great. They're speaking out of their own minds. And by great, they mean, you know, the amount of stuff that you're going to be able to get, the job that you're going to be able to attain, the money that you're going to be able to make, the house that you're going to be able to afford, you know, the the the, the, the satin uh, window coverings and, and curtains that you'll be able to afford if, you know, Jesus will bless you with these things when you, I mean, Jesus doesn't care what your curtains look like. Jesus doesn't care what your car you drive. Jesus doesn't care what kind of tires you put on your car. He's not worried about any of that stuff. You know how we know we're not, it's, he's not worried about any of that stuff. Because he says he's not worried about that stuff. Jesus says, give, give to Caesar what's Caesar. Give to God what's God's. When your life is owed to God, be prepared to give it to God. And so I come to you today to A, encourage you that we are, that we see the beginning signs of good seed that is being sowed throughout our nation, throughout our community, throughout our country. That in time, that they, that this good seed amongst all of the Christian American community against everyone out there that's doing good works, that's seeding good seed in their own communities, in their own organizations, in their own way. That in the coming years, a part of that, a part of that outburst of growth in Christ, there will also be a a danger of false teachers. A danger of false doctrine. A danger of simply having a good time. If having a good time brings you to church, you need to start looking a little bit deeper into the message that they're providing. We always want to have good time at church. We always want to have good message at church. We want to have fun. That way we get we want people to come back to church 100%. We love good Christian music. Displayed, non-displayed, sung well. We like choir to sing nice. We don't want a choir to, to sing bad. We don't want, you know, a, a stale uh, Christian community in the church. But at the same time, We don't want a bunch of fun, a bunch of singing, without a good message, without a biblical message, without a message built on scripture, without a message built on the words of Christ, the wisdom and the knowledge that is within the texts of our sacred scripture. It's almost unimaginable and it would be impossible if it wasn't for the divinely inspired that put these words up down, that put 2,000 years and in some cases more than 2,000 years worth of knowledge onto these sheets and they have, they have wisdom beyond our conception. And it's our duty to look into it, read it, 
and be able to use it to benefit one another, to be able to use it to benefit our families, our communities, even strangers. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, I want to remind you as you go into this weekend, if you want to contribute to the Christian American community, go to ChristianAmericanTees.com. That's ChristianAmericanTees.com, all one word, and pick yourself up a Christian American tea tank, sweatshirt, hoodie, iPhone case, tote bag, Christian American coffee mug, all available at ChristianAmericanTees.com. That's ChristianAmericanTees.com. If you want to continue to be a part of the Christian American dialogue, Continue to follow us, like us, share us, tweet us, and subscribe to us on the Good Morning Christian America podcast YouTube channel. And continue to comment on our Christian American content that we produce and we push out to you guys every single day. And this podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, until we see each other again on Monday, you guys stay on fire for Christ. Sow good seeds. And stay blessed. Good morning, Christian America.